Words are powerful. They can heal or hurt, innovate or destroy, cure us, bring us down, and then bring us right back up again. The words we choose evoke feelings and responses in ourselves and those who hear us on a daily basis. They can even, if we are wise, be life-saving. Welcome to There's a Word for That, a podcast that explores a different word or expression each week in our relationship to it. I'm your host, Suzanne Dressler, and thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of Toft. There's a word for that. Today's episode is a mini episode, and it's focused on words that I like or love and words that friends of mine and some listeners really like and words that they connect to. I don't do a lot of these mini episodes because I can't imagine how anyone would just want to listen to me talk on and on and on and on for 30, 40 minutes or an hour. But I felt it was time for a short episode just about words in general. And maybe I should have done this months ago, but whatever. So the first word I want to talk about, okay, this is a newly, I don't want to say newly minted, but a newly worshipped, I guess, word I like, and it's the word grace. And I don't mean grace isn't graceful or the name grace or somebody has a lot of grace. I mean giving ourselves grace, giving ourselves a reprieve, giving ourselves some self-love, an emotional hug, if you will, when feeling like shit. I think the past year has brought up a dire need for this word. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I only know from speaking with friends and colleagues that I think a lot of us feel like life was on hold. And in some ways, I think for most of us, it was in many ways. And I think that we all had plans for 2020 and horrific, horrendous things happened to the entire world. And even if it wasn't COVID-based, I know a lot of really awful things that happened to people close to me that were not even related to COVID. And I think that, you know, I have a tendency to think, well, what if, and this should, should has been one of my words since I was a kid. I should be this. I should be that. I should have done this by this age. You know, I should be richer. I should be married with kids by now. I should have, I should own an apartment and not be renting one. I mean, the list goes on and it's the worst form of self-hate and the most powerful form of self-hate in my opinion, but I still do it. And what has really helped me is not when people say, don't use the word shoulds, not when people say, don't be hard on yourself, not when people say, don't be negative or don't expect the worst. But what really helps is when I say to myself, give yourself some grace. Grace has a positive connotation. It has a beautiful connotation. I always felt that it's a soothing word and it reminds me of swans and dancers and some pretty things. And so when someone says to me, or when I tell myself, try to give yourself some grace in this situation and allow yourself to not do your best at work today, to not get what I wanted to accomplish done, I let go of so much negativity so quickly. But when someone says, don't be negative or don't assume the worst, because those words are negative, the word negative is negative, the word worst is worst, I stay in that emotionally self-inflicting and self-harming place. So that's why I like the word grace. And I know that a really good friend of mine and I were talking about it. So we might do a episode on grace coming up soon. So 
let me know what you think of that word. I do know some other people feel the same way. Another word that I love, and it's because I, the past few years, I've done some nature hikes and have really gotten into this is the word forest. So I always, I always, I shouldn't say the last few years, I always liked the word forest because I always liked fairy tales, right? So Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Hansel and Gretel, anything that takes place in a forest, any fairy tale that takes place in a forest, I love. I find it very romantic. I find it very, a lot of history. When you think about wars that happened years, hundreds of years ago, the American Revolution, you know, they climbed through mountains, they'd climb in forests, they'd hide out. So forests to me are not only beautiful, but to me, they hold a lot of magic. And I love the term forest bathing, which is a real thing. Don't laugh that trees can not only communicate with each other, but they communicate with us. And it's a nature thing. And I like really, really tall trees because I don't know if it's because I'm so tiny, but I mean, everybody's tiny compared to a really tall tree. But I like that I feel kind of protected, like it's looking over me and protecting me. And you're all going to think I'm out of my fucking mind. But I feel that trees can hear me speak or they can hear any of us. They know what we're feeling. And again, I know it sounds really crazy, but there's a lot of spiritualists and people. Please ignore all the dings. Okay. It's just my computer. But there's a lot of people that believe in this. So this is not just me or something I created. I've done research on this. So forest, I like when I hear that word, I think of forest bathing, I think of green and I think of trees. And every time you walk through a forest, I feel invigorated or take a hike, I feel invigorated. Another word I like, which is a very academic word, is the word elucidate. Elucidate, which means to speak or to write very clearly. Elucidate your feelings, make them extremely clear. I use this a lot with my students when we're talking about synonyms instead of writing, well, as character one says to character two and then quotes something, or when a student has to explain a quote in a book or their own feelings, I like to encourage them to use the word elucidates. This is the, you know, Joe Smith elucidates his feelings by telling his wife, yada, 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 yada. It's not used a lot, which is what I like about it. I like in writing, choosing adjectives and verbs that aren't used a lot. And it makes things very clear because that's what elucidate means. It's more powerful than says. It's more powerful than states. It's saying they're making this point clear. So you should all use that word elucidates when writing, you know, do that, please. Okay. My final word that I'm going to talk about is the word based on, not word, expression, based on. So I'm an artist and an actress and a writer and a singer, as many of you know. And a lot of artistic endeavors and projects are often based on something else, right? Sometimes it's completely original and created in the mind of the writer and composer. But oftentimes, books, even if they're fiction, can often be based on things that happened to the writer, can be based on things that the writer saw when they were little. Nothing comes out of nothing, right? Nothing comes from nothing. Like that song, Sound of Music. I must have done something good. No, no. Okay. Well, whatever. All right. So it often relates to the arts. So a Broadway show can often be based on a book or a true event in history. 
movies are often based on books or they're based on art or they're based on people's lives. How many movies are based on something else that happened in history? Real life people, real life stories, or based on a book, based on true events. So my artistic and creative mind automatically perks up what I hear the word based on. Not only because I love books and I love projects and I love new shows and working on new shows, but I love that it's based on something real. I love historical musicals kind of thing, historical fiction, like South Pacific and Miss Saigon. So some friends of mine and some people I know chose some specific words and I'm going to talk about them now. One of my acting coaches, Ethan, he's on one of our episodes, Perspective. He chose the word process because he feels it takes the pressure off people to be perfect in the artistic world. And that when you really think about it, life is a process. It's not about final endings. That's why he likes that word. And I I like his philosophy on that. And not a lot of people use that word outside of the arts. And I think it's a really vital word that we should have in our vocabulary. My friend loves the word connection. Another one of my friends loves the word connection. He has a very interesting reason why. He said a lot of always trying to connect to each other nowadays, doing Zoom and texting and Google Hangouts and all that other very, very interesting stuff. And he says that, you know, you connect with people on a personal level, you don't connect with them virtually. You're breathing the same air as someone, you're having experience with them, that creates a connection, a shared connection, a shared experience with your surroundings. And people need people, right? No man is an island, as that expression goes. My dad told me in college years ago, like, people need people. Don't hang out so much alone or avoid hanging out alone and you don't need to have your own room. It's the most important relationship, our connections to learning and to growing relationships with people. How many times have we said something that gets lost in translation or that's misinterpreted? I know I've sent texts that have been misinterpreted by the receiver. I have received texts and I'm like, what the fuck? And it was totally harmless and I misinterpreted it and it can ruin relationships when we don't connect with people. So he likes the word connection and I agree with him on that. My best friend loves the word, this is a, this is a doozy, sesquipedalian, which means a long word or characterized by long words and long-winded. And in the dictionary online, it says the sesquipedalian prose of scientific journals. Uh, yeah. So I guess supercalifragilisticexpialidocious would be a sesquipedalian word. Say that entire sentence five times super fast. So I love that she said that. And that's why I love her. And her son, who I um, was talking to, he's seven. I asked him what word he loves. And he loves the word Antigua. They just got back from Antigua. And I said, why do you like it? He said, I like tropical island. So tropical island or Antigua would be his word, which is kind of adorable. Actually, it's very adorable. So there you have it. These are the words that I like and the words that some other people like. I'm doing an episode next week. Episode 28 will be about words I don't like and words that other people don't like. And what's really funny is a lot of people have already told me the words they don't like. It's easier to find words you don't like than words you do. This is why we need to focus on the do, words we do like, words we do love, and include those in our vocabulary and have those as our go-to words and we feel anxious about the COVID vaccine and how long the antibodies are going to last. Okay. So that's it. And thank you all so much. Please go to, if you don't know the actual website, it's there's a word for that dot buzzsprout 
B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com, buzzsprout.com. And it will have links to my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter. And you can contact me there and let me know. You send, you can send me a Facebook message or an Instagram message because I check them and answer them if they're not a crazy person or a bot or somebody posing as the Prince of Wales. So I would love to hear what words you love and I would love to hear what words you don't like. And maybe I'll include them in next week's episode with your name if you want. So that's very exciting for me. Have a wonderful day. I hope you're all getting vaccinated. If you're not, I hope you're able to get vaccinated soon. Please, please, please keep wearing your masks. They're really not that uncomfortable. And we can all return to our lives sooner if we stay protected and safe. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If there is a word or phrase you would love to have covered on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. And remember, whatever you are thinking, feeling, or experiencing, there's always a word for that. See you next time. Thank you.